Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Evan podcast. This is your host, Evan Roberts, and on this show, I simplify complex health topics from a holistic perspective, and today's topic is actually something that many people do every single day, even twice a day sometimes, and most people do not realize the health repercussions that they can be causing from this very simple daily practice that seems to be really not harmful in any way, uh, but can actually be having a very serious impact on your blood pressure. So today's topic is going to be about mouthwash. Now, mouthwash is a practice that, not gonna lie, I even did this when I was young and uh, did it for a very long time. I used to use mouthwash all the time as a kid, uh, at least once a day, and for me, it was kind of one of those ways where, honestly, it was like a free way of me feeling good about maybe not brushing my teeth at night as a young kid. Uh, that's one of the things that I used to not do is I hated brushing my teeth. And so throwing a little mouthwash in there, get a little gargle, get a, get a nice little burn going on. And I felt like I was doing some good for my mouth. But in reality, that was not the case. So today we are really going to break down why mouthwash is not that good for you, in fact, actually why it's pretty harmful for you and the role it plays in your blood pressure. So if you are someone who deals with high blood pressure, this is definitely something that you're going to want to pay attention to. So in today's episode, we'll go ahead and cover these few topics as well as what are some good oral hygiene practices that you can start doing today because as always, I love to give you actionable steps that you can take after these episodes and start applying them to your life immediately. Uh, that is the goal of these podcasts, right? What's the point of getting all of this information if we can't actually apply it to our lives? So be sure to stay tuned to the end of the episode because I will do a quick summary and breakdown of the actionable steps so you can go ahead and take something away from this episode. That's the goal here. So let's go ahead and kick it off with mouthwash and really our microbiome and our digestive system and really where it all starts, which is your mouth, which for me personally, this was actually kind of an interesting thing that I didn't know. Uh, you know, when I thought of my digestive system, I typically only thought about my stomach, my, you know, the acidity in my stomach and uh, burning up all the food. And uh, of course, maybe then in my intestines for some absorption that continues on uh, and the continued process of breaking down any food that we're consuming. But it's very, very important for us to understand that our digestive system actually begins in our mouths. That is the very start of it, and you already know where the very end of it is, <laughs> but the start of your digestive system is your mouth, and your mouth has a unique microbiome just like your stomach and uh, intestines and pretty much your entire gastrointestinal tract. So your mouth is going to have bacteria, it's going to have even viruses, it's going to have a whole plethora of different things in there, and they all play a very important role. Now, just like we can have 
overgrowth of uh, bad bacteria in certain parts of our digestive system, uh, you know, or if we're doing well, then maybe having, you know, proper amounts of good bacteria in those areas. Well, the same thing can happen in our mouths, right? We can have the correct balance that's necessary for a healthy uh, mouth microbiome for good oral hygiene, but we can also go in the incorrect direction, which is having an overgrowth of the bad bacteria, which let's just be honest, none of us are going to want because uh, not only will it affect us, but it'll probably affect the people around us because you're probably going to have some pretty bad breath. Uh, so what we want to do is we want to keep our mouth balanced in terms of the bacteria that are in there that naturally reside in there because they all play a very specific role. Actually, when you start chewing food, that is the very first process in starting to digest your food and break it down, right? You have saliva that helps to uh, lubricate the food as you swallow it, you're chewing it down, you're already starting the breaking down process and even the saliva can help to start even pre-digesting some of the food that you're eating. Uh, and as well, this is a very interesting topic that not many people know and that is that when you eat certain foods like dark leafy greens, the certain bacteria in your mouth will actually break those uh, dark leafy greens down. They'll actually convert the dietary nitrate into nitric oxide, which I'm not going to get super deep into nitric oxide because it does a ton of things in the body and it's incredibly good for us. Uh, but one of the very important things that it does is it has the ability to maintain normal blood pressure. So when you eat dark leafy greens... If you have the correct bacteria in your mouth, you would experience a decrease in your blood pressure just from eating some dark leafy greens. So let's think of arugula or spinach or anything that's essentially dark and leafy and green, <laughs> right? Uh, so if you're eating those things, you're going to experience that so long as you have the correct bacteria in your mouth. Now, this is where mouthwash plays a role. As you can see, if you look at a, let's just say, Listerine bottle, what does it say on the front of the bottle? Kills 99.9% .9 of bacteria. And that is correct. It does. It's very strong. It's very potent. But that's not really a good thing, right? This is in many ways kind of like taking an antibiotic, right? When we take an antibiotic, it does not differentiate between the good and the bad bacteria. It's like dropping a napalm in there and wiping everything out, right? So it's just a cleared uh, field of nothing, right? There are no bacteria any longer, maybe just a few strands. Uh, so that is essentially what you're doing when you are using mouthwash. And don't get me wrong, antibiotics in the proper setting can be very useful, right? If you have a very serious bacterial infection, it's going to be beneficial. But imagine taking an antibiotic every single day. It's going to absolutely wreck your gut and destroy all of the beneficial bacteria that do some really incredible things in our body and are absolutely necessary for our health. So why would we do that to our mouths? Every single day when people are using mouthwash, especially if they're using it morning and night, they are wiping out all of the bacteria, both the good and the bad. And as I just stated, when we are consuming these dark leafy greens, if we don't have those bacteria that can convert that dietary nitrate into nitric oxide, 
we are not going to experience that blood pressure lowering mechanism. So for those of you who might experience high blood pressure, if you are using mouthwash, this is a sign for you to stop doing so. <laughs> like definitely find an alternative. This is not benefiting you in any way and might even be the cause of your high blood pressure. So this is going to lead me in to what good oral healthcare looks like or good oral uh, hygiene looks like. And, you know, I don't believe you need to fully move away from mouthwash. There are certain mouthwashes out there uh, that are actually good for your mouth. Uh, they don't have the alcohol in there. Maybe they're using certain herbs or uh, essential oils, which you do still need to be careful with some of those. Uh, but there are some out there that are still beneficial and can help out, uh, especially if you're in a pinch and you really need something to kind of just clear <laughs> the the scent of your mouth up, right? Uh, no one wants to walk around with stank breath. So uh, yeah, I can totally understand that. And so let's go ahead and cover some ways of taking care of our teeth and our mouth daily to avoid even needing to necessarily rely on mouthwash. So first off, very simple, and your dentist I'm sure has already told you this, but brush your teeth twice a day and floss. By doing these two things, you are going to help out your oral micro microbiome drastically just by doing these two things. By brushing your teeth daily, twice a day, and flossing, it is going to dramatically improve the health of your teeth, of your mouth, which in turn is going to improve your overall health. Your mouth is connected to the rest of your body, and so by taking care of it, you're also going to be benefiting other parts of your body. Remember, we are a totally connected system, and what you do in one part of your body will inevitably affect other parts of your body. Now, in terms of toothpaste, because I get a lot of questions on this, I personally really like the tooth powder from Primal Life Organics. They do not have fluoride in there, which I typically tend to stay away from. I don't care to use fluoride. Now, if you do, that is your personal choice and that's totally fine, but there is a new uh, product out called Hydroxyapatite, which is supposed to be better than fluoride. Uh, it does not have some of the bad uh, side effects, I guess you would say, that fluoride has. Uh, so it's essentially supposed to be a little bit healthier and cleaner, but still rebuild uh, your teeth and, and support the enamel and all that good stuff. Uh, so I really, really like the products over at Primal Life Organics. They have uh, a toothpaste, they have a tooth powder, they have all these other kinds of uh, oral products that you can use. Uh, there's one that I really like that has both hydroxyapatite and theobromine in it. Uh, I use that after I brush my teeth every single morning. And also just a heads up, for those of you who think that, you know, I've had great healthcare my entire life, that is incorrect. I had really, really bad oral hygiene practices as a kid. Um, I enjoyed eating more sweet foods than I really should have, and I did not brush my teeth as much as I should have, as well as floss. Forget about flossing. Um, we were just struggling to try to get me to brush my teeth uh, at least two times a day. And that is not my mom's fault or anything like that. She did a great job. She tried her best to get me in there. Uh, but it is something that 
truthfully, I am paying for now, and uh, I definitely have stepped up my game in the oral hygiene uh, area, and I really have been pretty strict with it, and I've seen a lot of benefits and change in my uh, the health of my teeth and my gums and just all of that. So uh, I really do attribute a lot of that to the products at Primal Life Organics, but also just putting in the work, right? The easiest thing is to actually do the thing we're, that we know we should be doing, which is brushing our teeth and flossing. So regardless if that's with whatever type of toothpaste you choose, uh, it's still going to be so, so much better for you than uh, you know not brushing your teeth because you don't have the right kind of uh, toothpaste. So most important thing, definitely just start doing the things we know to be beneficial for our oral health and definitely check out uh, Primal Life Organics. I will try to link them in the show notes. Uh, they have some incredible products there and that is personally the brand that I use. And one of the really interesting things that I actually learned about through uh, the yogic practices, this was part of uh, kind of more on the like food kind of side of uh of yoga as opposed to actually the asana portion, which is the, you know, what people mostly associate with like the workout portion of uh, yoga. But nonetheless, they have this practice called tongue scraping. And it's literally what it sounds like. When you wake up in the morning and you look at your tongue, uh, sometimes you can see there's like a white layer of this kind of weird film on your tongue. Uh, Well, that is typically a lot of bacteria that has just built up on your tongue. Um, It can also be a reason for or a cause for bad breath. So uh, one very simple and easy way to take care of this is to get a tongue scraper. It's literally a piece of metal that's typically in a U shape and you just once a morning or even once in the morning and once at night, you can simply just take that scraper and go from the back of your tongue towards the front of your tongue and just gently glide it along the surface of your tongue about five times. Go ahead and rinse it uh, and then go ahead and maybe do a couple more scrapes on your tongue uh, just to clean off that layer of film, which they have found that people who do the practice of tongue scraping have actually improved oral microbiome diversity, meaning they just have better levels of uh, the bacteria that you're going to want in your mouth in your mouth. However, they found that people who did tongue scraping along with mouthwash practices had some of the worst levels of oral bacteria. So (laughs) it just goes to show definitely don't mix these two, but also get the mouthwash out of there. We do not need that. There are plenty of other ways to keep our breath fresh uh, without having to use mouthwash because it is not doing what we want it to actually do, which is improve the health of our uh, oral microbiome and overall just the health of our mouth, right? So go ahead and add in tongue scraping. If you haven't already, it literally takes like 20 seconds to do this in the morning. Um, It's so easy, very simple. It's not super tedious like flossing or brushing. So it's a very easy easy practice to add into your already existing uh, oral hygiene practice. Now, the last thing I'm going to cover here, and this is very important with, I mean, anything in health, but especially with the health of our oral microbiome, and that is with the foods that we eat. So, We want to eat a lot of fruits, a lot of veggies, and a lot of, if you do eat uh, meat, for example, high quality meat, right? Uh, Even bone broth. Bone broth is amazing for uh, the health of our mouth. 
And even if you're able to eat some, let's say, dairy products, which I know there are some lactose intolerant people out there uh, or people who just have a dietary preference against it, that's totally fine. I myself was lactose intolerant growing up, uh, but the things that have worked for me personally was switching over to either a raw milk or an A2 type milk, which would be like a Jersey cow, uh, for example. And yes, raw A2 milk is very expensive. I'm not saying it's not. Um, I personally drink it in small quantities just due to the price. Um, it's yeah, it's not as affordable as your run of the mill milk but it is more digestible, especially for people who are lactose intolerant. The A2 type of milk is just easier on the stomach. It's easier to digest. If you have sheep's milk or goat's milk, it's kind of the same deal there. Uh, it's supposed to be easier for you to digest. So go ahead and try that out. Um, the gold standard there would be the raw A2 milk. Uh, but yeah, so try to really clean up the diet, right? We want to stay away from the things that are going to strip our bodies of minerals and essentially all the processed foods, right? We don't want to eat these heavily processed foods that are high in sugar and essentially just really bad for our teeth. Uh, if you have a sweet tooth, I would highly recommend to start lowering the amount of sweets that you're eating. Uh, it wreaks havoc on your uh, oral health. So truly, truly, truly try to get away from the sugar and focus on the things like veggies and fruits and high quality meats, right? We want to focus on the whole foods here. Now, another thing that has really helped out with overall body odor is actually chlorophyll. So there was a whole trend going on uh, not too long ago on TikTok where they were talking about chlorophyll and how it can, you know, reduce body odor. And they're absolutely correct. Uh, you do have to be very consistent with it over a long period of time. And you should be eating clean, right? You can't just be eating Pop-Tarts all day and then drink some chlorophyll and expect it to just clean up your body and you're no longer going to have BO. No, you have to eat a clean diet and then the chlorophyll on top of that is going to really help to lower body odor. And I personally experienced this where I started taking, uh, not, well, I actually, I did take chlorophyll at one point, but I was taking chlorella and I still take chlorella to this day. And I can totally notice that when I'm taking it and eating clean, my body odor and my breath smell just a lot better, more, I would say more so neutral as opposed to uh, bad, right? I mean, you're never going to smell like a, a fresh mint without obviously uh, putting some kind of mint product in your mouth, uh, but it will help you to have more of a neutral smell, which is really awesome. Now, if you want to get chlorophyll, there's a very easy uh, way of just literally getting a tincture of it. Uh, so you can just add a dropper into a glass of water and drink that every single morning. My personal favorite way is to actually get it through chlorella, which is a microalgae. And obviously it's like literally in the name. Chlorella is... <laughs> has a high level of chlorophyll. It's almost like the exact same name. Uh, I often confuse it, but chlorella is a microalgae. And not only is it super high in chlorophyll, but it also has 40 plus minerals and vitamins and you know has essential amino acids in it. Uh, this is truly, in my opinion, a superfood and it's a whole food source. Uh, so you're gonna get the benefit of all these 40 plus vitamins and minerals plus the high level of chlorophyll. So uh, I was taking chlorophyll, like I was saying uh, a while back. 
but then I switched over to chlorella because I just figured why not kill uh, not even two birds with one stone, but like 40 birds with one stone, right? Uh, by just taking the chlorella. So my personal favorite chlorella is from Energy Bits, and I've had Katherine Arnston, the owner on the show. Uh, she is amazing. Go listen to her episodes. She's a wealth of knowledge, uh, but truthfully, it is the best brand of microalgae that I've found out there, and I've literally tried like 10 different brands of spirulina and chlorella. Um, it's just personally my favorite. I love the way they process it and make their chlor uh, chlorella and spirulina. They use really good practices. They grow it in spring water. Uh, it's just the highest quality that I've personally found, and also I've noticed the biggest difference with it, so hence why I use them. However, if you do not care to use them, that's totally fine. Um, Whole Foods or any natural food store is going to have chlorella or even chlorophyll right in the bottle if you just want to drink it down like that. If that feels easier to you, then go ahead and go that method as well. But if you do want to use Energy Bits and try out the chlorella there, I do have a 20% discount code and it is in the show notes right next to the link for Energy Bits. And you can go ahead and click on there and your entire order will be 20% off. That's just for being a listener to the show. It's kind of my way of saying thank you for tuning in and listening to me all the time. Uh, I really appreciate that. And the last thing in terms of having good oral hygiene practices or really just making your breath smell better and that is just going to be to find a high quality gum or mint so i typically only use these in uh you know very need need uh how do i say it? like in very necessary moments right <laughs> where your breath is kicking and honestly you have to go talk to some people and yeah you just you need your breath to smell good right now uh so i typically will find a type of gum or mint that uses xylitol or stevia as a sweetener so i'm staying away from the sugar uh there's a few different brands out there um if you go to any of the natural health food stores you'll find them and these are just going to be, you know, literally kind of just band-aids. Like if you really just need your breath to smell good in the moment, I would opt for one of these. Staying away from things that have sugar in it and also staying away from things that have uh, the chemical type sweeteners like uh, aspartame. Uh, you really do not want to be eating those in my opinion. Uh, so I tend to try to find one that has xylitol and xylitol is spelled with an X in the front. So if you see a word that looks like xylitol <laughs> with an X, uh, that's the one. Uh, I know it's a kind of a weird word. And yeah, that's going to do it. So those are going to be the methods to really improve your oral hygiene and uh, get away from mouthwash, right? That is the main goal here because we do not want to have this effect where we're not able to have naturally lower blood pressure just by eating leafy greens. So that's going to do it for today's episode. Uh, I am going to give a quick summary and a little breakdown of the uh, actionable steps. So that way you can truly just take all of the information in this episode and apply it to your life. Now, I think the most obvious one is get rid of mouthwash, right? That is step number one. And just to once again reiterate why we want to get away from mouthwash, it is going to kill all, pretty much all of the bacteria in our mouth, and that is not good because there are good bacteria in our mouths that do some really important functions, such as converting dietary nitrate into nitric oxide, which can have the ability to maintain normal blood pressure. So, like eating dark leafy greens, that will lower our blood pressure if we have the correct bacteria in our mouth. So, 
wanting to, step one, throw out our mouthwash or find an alternative that does not kill 99.9% of all bacteria in the mouth. Number two is going to be oral health and hygiene, right? So that always just starts with the basics. That is brushing your teeth twice a day, flossing as well once a day, and finding, I would say, toothpaste that you really enjoy. Like I said, I stay away from fluoride personally, so I use Primal Life Organics. I love their products there, and I use their tooth powder, which has the hydroxyapatite in it. It's kind of like a substitute for fluoride that's supposed to be better for us. I know that the science is still kind of out on that, but I have seen some benefit with it, which is why I use it. And on top of that, we want to also do some tongue scraping. So that's going to be number three, tongue scraping. Do not mix that with mouthwash because we have seen that the people with the worst uh, levels of oral bacteria are the people who use tongue scraping with mouthwash. But the people who did just the tongue scraping with normal oral hygiene practices such as brushing their teeth had some of the best levels of microbiome diversity in their mouth. So that's number three is tongue scraping. And then number four is eat clean. So we want to stick to the whole foods. We want to stick to veggies, fruits, high quality meats and dairy. If you consume those types of foods, uh, you know, grass fed beef, organic, pasture raised, all of that good stuff. And we want to really stay away from the things that are going to harm our oral microbiome health, such as sugar and really heavily processed foods. Remember, our mouth is all connected and eating good doesn't just help out uh, your muscles and, and your stomach and gut health and all that good stuff. It helps everything in your body. And on top of that, we can eat things that are higher in chlorophyll. So chlorophyll is literally the green pigment in plants. So anything that is pretty much a green plant has a level of chlorophyll in it. However, we can get really concentrated forms of chlorophyll in these tinctures that are sold at natural food stores, or we can consume things like chlorella, which are a microalgae that are super high in chlorophyll as well. Uh, so whichever method you choose, it's honestly just a preferencing here. I like the chlorella because of the 40 plus minerals and vitamins and all of the other added benefits that come along with it. So I might as well, like I said, kill two birds with one stone. And last but not least, if you are truly in a pinch, have some sugar-free gum or mints on hand. And once again, we want to stay away from aspartame and all the chemical sweeteners uh, as well as sugar, but rather look for things like monk fruit or stevia or xylitol. And that is going to do it for today. So number one, throw out the mouthwash. Number two, have good oral hygiene practices, brush twice a day, use floss once a day, and find a good toothpaste. Number three, tongue scraping, and definitely don't mix that with mouthwash. And number four, eat clean. That is going to do it for today. If you really enjoyed the topic that I was covering today, a lot of this information is coming from the work that's been done by Dr. Nathan Bryan. He is incredible, and some of his podcast episodes were, well, very inspiring because hence that's why I'm doing this episode here today. Uh, but I hope you enjoy this. I hope you found some benefit in it. If you're someone who uses mouthwash, then hopefully this was the sign for you to stop using mouthwash and go ahead and improve the health of your oral microbiome as well as your blood pressure. 
And for those of you who know someone who could benefit from hearing this episode as well, please feel free to share this with anyone, friends, family, loved ones, anyone that you think could benefit from this episode or this show. You can literally share this episode from the app that you're listening in. It's very simple nowadays. Technology is wild. (laughs) And if you haven't already left a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, then please go ahead and do so. It takes like a minute of your time to leave a five-star rating and leave a review on Apple Podcasts so that people can help find this show uh, with with ease. It can show up easier. And uh, if you would love to share this episode on your stories on Instagram, please go ahead and tag me so that I can see it and repost it on my page as well. Uh, And honestly, just show you some love for doing so. Uh, That would mean a ton to me. And truthfully, I'm just so happy to have you all here listening and tuning in, and I hope you're receiving benefit from these episodes. That is literally my goal is to provide you with actionable steps, and that way you can take your health back into your hands and make the changes necessary. Uh, And, you know, as always, take what serves you, leave what doesn't, and do everything with good intentions and connect your elements. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Y'all are the best. Have a great one. Peace. This podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.